and, and I like you, don't get me wrong, but I think you're so misguided in this. Because if we went and asked 100 people this question, I don't think you did this. If you did, you would get 100 people who would be so infuriated. It would be such a violation of trust, what you've described, um, that they would break up lifelong friendships over it. This Week in Startups is brought to you by Codecademy. Build the future you want to see with Codecademy. Codecademy Pro helps you learn everything you'll need to shape what comes next in the tech space. Try it free for 14 days at codecademy.com slash twist. Dot Tech Domains has a new program called Startups.Tech, where you can get your company featured on This Week in Startups. Go to startups.tech slash Jason to find out how. And Squarespace. Turn your idea into a new website. Go to squarespace.com slash twist for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use offer code TWIST to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. All right, everybody. Welcome back to This Week in Startups. We had a great episode, uh, episode 1745, back in May with a really interesting founder. His name is Dan Sir Oker. He is the CEO and co-founder of Rewind AI. You probably remember him because, hey, this is a really clever idea. What does Rewind AI do? Recorded everything on your screen. Uh, in a given period of time, then it creates a searchable index for you. It seems like a great idea. Uh, but as we talked about on that episode, hey, maybe there's some privacy issues here that we need to think through. And some of those have actually uh, come to pass in terms of Zoom. Uh, people are using things like Gong and other services to record calls. And now Zoom even has built into it the ability to uh, not just record phone calls, uh, calls like we're doing right now with the recording button flashing in red on the top left but also create AI summaries of the call and transcripts. So the world's changing pretty quick and privacy is an issue, right? And what if you're uh, having your desktop recorded and somebody sends you a confidential message and now it's in your archive forever? Then legal issues, discovery. All of this led to a great episode, really mind-blowing. But Dan wasn't done. Nope, Dan had to keep pushing the envelope. So uh, this week, uh, or maybe even last week, he... Uh, he released something called um, the Rewind Pendant. What is that? It's a little um, device you wear around your neck, like a pendant. It is what he said it is. And the device is designed to record everything and do what he's doing on your desktop. So I thought, hey, this is chaotic and insane. Uh, I had some strong feelings on it. Maybe people took them a little bit too seriously. Um, but we've seen this movie before. Um, there have been a number of people who've tried recording pendant type things, and obviously the police wear them. And uh, we, we've gotten normalized to police having them because they're giant and they flash red. But this one was a little different, Dan. So welcome back to the program. And let's, uh, let's hash it out here. You got, a, you got a bold vision. Why did you choose to put this out in the world? And just to be clear, this isn't an April Fool's joke in October. It is not. And thank you, okay. Jason, uh, for having me on. And uh, yeah, I, it is definitely not an April Fool's joke. So the, okay. the idea behind the pendant came out of the experience I actually had 10 years ago, going deaf, mm -hmm. losing my sense of hearing, and then gaining it back again when I tried a hearing aid was magical. It felt like getting a superpower. And mm -hmm. ever since that moment, I've been on a hunt for ways technology can augment human capabilities and give us superpowers. Okay. That led me to memory. Memory, just like our hearing, gets worse as we get older. People actually forget about 90% of what they experience after a week. And so the start of the company was trying to answer the question, if there's a hearing aid for hearing and glasses for vision, what's the equivalent for memory? 
We mm. started on the Mac because that's a great place to capture that what you see, what you hear. And uh, that has done tremendously well. We've been very proud of that. We launched on iPhone and then we're uh, going to, by the end of the year, we'll actually be on, on Windows. And when we built this product, we built it with this vision in mind of capturing everything you see saying here in a mm. privacy first way. So if you recall, the Mac app stores at everything locally. You know, if we as a company get subpoenaed, there's nothing we can hand over. It's all stored locally. It's all encrypted. And we felt like the, this technology, this idea of a personalized AI was only going to work if it had a privacy first approach. And so as we think about what it means to be a personalized AI, it means there's far more to life than just what happens on your Mac or Windows or iPhone. There's this world out there that's the real world. And if we could capture that in a way that respected your privacy, and I'm happy to talk at depth what we're doing for that then we could really deliver on this vision where you and I can meet and I can remember every conversation we've had. I, it's, it's as if living my life with perfect memory. And that was the experience I had of going deaf and getting a hearing aid is not just getting the power back to hear, but realizing how bad it had gotten. And that's what we want to do for memory, help people realize how bad their memory had gotten and enable them to live a life with perfect memory. Okay, great, noble mission check. Uh, and I had the same experience when I started losing a little bit of my eyesight and started wearing glasses. I didn't even realize that things were blurry. Until you put them on. So uh, I'm in alignment with you on that. But now comes the expectation of privacy. Um, and so great that it's encrypted. But what about the other person who if you're recording my iPhone or my desktop, and I'm talking to them on something like signal, and they think they're having a private disappearing message, but you are overriding that by screen recording it. Now, Obviously, there's third party tools to do that, or I'm wearing this pendant in the real world. And obviously, people can have and have it's been the plot of many a, a thriller that somebody has a pen that records. Uh, but here, you know, we've got a startup company. That's trying to normalize this, you're trying to make this mainstream, that is the goal here. Uh, that's how you're presenting it. So what is your concern about a couple of examples I gave, I think my signal uh, conversation or whatever I use for encrypted um disappearing messages is no longer encrypted and not only is it not encrypted it's indexed and searchable so you've you've basically hacked my signal and you've covertly done that and then any other uh app that i'm using um or in the real world hey this pendant is tiny this is different than uh and it's tiny by design obviously it's the size it looks like of like a large pill or something uh, <laughs> um maybe the size of a quarter or two and so this to me feels very covert. It's the opposite of wearing uh, a police recorder. So those are two examples, but two examples I'll give. Uh, so how do you think about those two examples? Yeah, I, I loved how you started with the word normalize. And I think this yeah. is where looking at history can really help us. 150 years ago, the telephone came about and you'd probably be surprised to realize that the most common complaint was the mm -hmm. invasion of privacy. And it wasn't because now we're just accepting the telephones are uh, you know, normal. But it was because the first version of the telephone you had to go to the general store for and people could overhear your conversation. Even if you brought it to your home, these eavesdropping switchboard operators could hear your conversation. Yeah, and yeah. that's the stage we're at with personalized AI. We need to build technology that overcomes the proverbial eavesdropping switchboard operator to make it so that you don't have a choice between convenience and privacy. You get all of the benefits of a personalized AI and your data is private. So let me give you some concrete examples. One of the ways the pendant can work is it allows you to actually do digital fingerprinting or voice fingerprinting of the speaker. So if you were to speak and I were to speak, it identifies us differently, speaker diarization, and mm. only if somebody has verbally opted in to being recorded, would it actually be persisted on the device. So if I were running my every day, I could wear it, I could have conversations with myself, I could, if I did a great job of 
active listening, maybe I echo back what you're saying, but not a single word of what you say until you verbally opted in would be persisted. All right, everybody, we all know technology is moving at a blistering pace. We talk about it here every week, especially AI and Code Academy's goal is to help you stay ahead. And so if you've got some experience or you're brand new to coding, Code Academy is going to offer you everything you need to build your tech career. You want to build that tech stack, you want to build your skill stack, and you specifically want to gain skills in AI, full stack engineering, data science, cybersecurity. Twist listeners can try Code Academy Pro free for 14 days. We all know the world's changed. Large percentage of people, they don't think that college is the most important factor when hiring people. They want to know about specific vertical skills. So listen, what do you got to lose? Two weeks free to check out everything Codecademy has to offer. This includes 400 courses covering everything from in-demand languages like Python and JavaScript to new courses in generative AI, large language models, and more. You're going to get step-to-step guidance on your career path, learn how to do real-world projects to build your portfolio. They're even going to help you with interview prep so that you nail that really important interview. And listen, once you get the job, you can work towards your next promotion, which is really what you should be doing. When you get that job, you should be looking at, hey, who's my boss? How do I get their job? Who's their boss? How do I get their job? Well, it's going to be experience and it's going to be skills. Codecademy is going to help you with both of those. Start your free trial today. Visit Codecademy.com twist to try Codecademy Pro free for 14 days. That's Codecademy.com twist. But you think you should be able to covertly record half the conversation? You want to live in that world? I think that's okay. I think being you able do. to record, record myself covertly. In, in, a conver- in a conversation, recording myself. That's crazy, Dan. Why would it be crazy to record myself in a conversation uh, with somebody else? Co- to do it covertly would be incredibly rude and unethical. Uh, to, if to any yourself, of my, what, you would never you be, say? you would lose all your friends if you did that. Do you have friends? I don't have many friends. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I'm asking this in a joking yeah. way, but yeah. I'm kind of serious. If you covertly recorded me as a friend, uh, covertly recorded yourself in conversation with me, you would no longer be my friend. And if well, I asked a hundred people, uh, if I asked a hundred people, your friend covertly recorded their half of the conversation and they have it for all time indexed and they've been doing it for a year, you know what they would do? They would never speak to you again. And that would well, be a hundred out of a hundred. The word covert is your word. I didn't say we should covertly co- co- okay. record people. But you said, you just said you would absolutely have no problem recording your side of the conversation with, and you, you only said permission to record my side. So maybe you're changing your position here. Would you feel you need to get permission for me to record your side and not my side? Well, first of all, I wouldn't hide the fact that I'm recording the conversation. So just at the outset, that's why it's, it's a device that you wear. It's not a device in hearing aid. Which is would this device computer. work if it was under a t-shirt? Uh, it would not, no. So, well, and, and really? That, you sure about that? Would it work is, if it was like, because if you wear one of those recording pens just in like your jacket, in your shirt pocket, yeah. it works. I mean, it's designed to work that way. So. Yeah. But, but I think you may be overblowing the risk here. I think there are 1.5 billion, you know, smart recorders like this one being used and sold every year. Okay. Not a single, you know, not a single moment of outrage or as far as I can tell. So yeah, that's because they're large and they have a recording flashing red light on them. And the people who created them have thought this through. And they're so large, you have to press a button, make a clicking sound, and then start recording. That's how they're designed. They're not designed to be passively recording all the time like your device. Well, okay. I think that's first of all not true. There's plenty that are much smaller than what we're thinking. There um, are spy cameras, yes. And if you yeah, have I mean, a spy camera example, and you record it smaller than this is what we're the smaller than we're thinking. Um, but I, but I, I don't know that model. But there are spy cameras, and if you did those and you did that with a friend, 
they would never speak to you again. And if you did it with certain people, uh, and they found out you would get your ass handed to you. I guess, what is it that you're saying that you're so worried would get captured in a conversation with a friend? This is what insincere people who want to take away your privacy say, what are you worried about? What are you worried about? If you're not committing a crime? What are you worried about? What if I tell a joke, and the standards change? Or what if uh, I had a couple drinks? And I said something and it came out the wrong way. And now you have that recording forever. And now you use it uh, as uh, leverage over me in the future. But, but to be clear, this you're is why people don't want my, me recording myself. How can I record myself? And can oh, you could have a conversation with me? And then you could say, Hey, Jake, Cal, um, hey, how do you feel about this person, that person, this person, and then now you've got a whole transcript of all these questions you asked me, and then you could say back to me. Oh, so you don't like that person? You don't like john or jane yeah i totally don't like them either and just by recording your side of it you would have an incredibly damaging transcript of you confirming to me facts and the person would then know by insinuation that i didn't object to them and then i would feel that you had covertly recorded me and this was a gross violation of my privacy and if i asked 100 people hey your friend's been recording their side of every conversation you've had with them not yours don't worry you have nothing to worry about. I guarantee you 100 out of 100 people would not be friends with that person. And they would be absolutely pissed off. And this is why I worry. And, and when you tell me you don't have friends, I don't know if you're saying that to be cheeky or if you I'm running a 20 person startup, and I have three young kids. And you know, okay. I just don't have yeah, time. I, was like, I don't know if that's I a joke. Or <laughs> I don't think yeah, it is a bit of a joke. I don't think my okay, friends okay, would like it. If I, said it I definitely yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I have friends yeah. who have Asperger's who yeah, might say yeah, like, I really don't yeah, know how to relate to yeah, humans. But this shows I think um and, and i like you don't get me wrong but i think you're so misguided in this because if we went and asked 100 people this question i don't think you did this if you did you would get 100 people who would be so infuriated it would be such a violation of trust what you've described um that they would break up lifelong friendships over it 100 yeah, percent guaranteed well I, i'll say we didn't ask 100 people we actually asked a thousand people we asked a thousand okay. people in the united states with a income over 100k about a product like the Rewind Pendant. Okay. And we asked them a series of questions, including how much they would pay for it. Uh, and the that's partly how we price the product, is recognizing the, the market opportunity. There are 4,000 people who you know are deranged lunatics, this is your phrase, the people who might like this product, who pre-ordered yeah. the product. Yes. Um, and and like, I'm not trying to dismiss the privacy concern. I just think there are times in technology when new technology comes about, and it's easy to criticize the first version. Wrecking, and by the way, it's not out in public. I'm not saying we're ready. I'm not saying the product is okay. something that I'm proud of, I think the product that we ship, and when we ship it, it'll be a product that will check all of the boxes when it comes to privacy, because the last thing we want to do is do what Google Glass did for wearables, we want to do for AI personalized AI, we think the only way to build a personalized AI that wins in this market is one that is privacy first. Mm -hmm. The example I gave you of co recording yeah. one side of the conversation, just one of many, another is just to summarize the conversation. Yeah, but you, you don't seem to recognize my point, And you're calling me a Luddite, basically. So you're framing me as a Luddite, which is a great debate tactic, but it will not work with me because I've been at this for a lot longer than you. Um, you, you don't get to just frame me as a Luddite. Uh, because oh, I'm against progress and oh, operators. No, sorry, Dan, you still haven't answered the question. If 100 people were told that their friend was recording their side of the conversation, you glossed right over that and went to pricing. So let's pause for a second, and have you actually answer that question. Would you be willing to ask 100 people? Would they how would they feel if their friend covertly recorded just their side of the conversation? Would you be willing to do that with your survey data? Send the sure, same I, thousand I, people. I'm happy to ask that question. I don't yeah. want to build a product that does that. My goal is right. not to build a product that covertly records your side of the conversation. 
that was your that was your ask is would you would this product be able to covertly record the conversation and and just like this can covertly record a conversation and record your side of the conversation which is worse than the product we're offering by the way um is not the product that i'm there are to spy buy. cameras yes and they're illegal in some states right and uh they're they're these are things that not are not these are kind of the underbelly uh in in the world of devices you're like a venture back startup like a major venture back startup this is why i think you're super misguided and you're using selectively the history of people being opposed to technology as opposed to being truly thoughtful about no, it. No, no, no. To be clear, to be clear, the example of the telephone, I wasn't trying to call you a Luddite. I think people were right to be complaining about the privacy of the telephone. Okay. Because the very first telephone wasn't private enough. I think people make the yeah. mistake of thinking that privacy is at odds with convenience. I think Facebook did the world a big disservice by actually making that true. But if you look at the telephone, the only way it went mainstream and became normalized, which is what you're asking about, was once it realized how to build a telephone. Would you put a large red light on this? Operator without an eavesdropping uh, switchboard operator, and that's would you what we're put a large red light whenever it's recording on the tip of the pendant? If that's what it took to be privacy first, we would, and that's I'm not against it at all. Like, and I'll tell you, we're very, very early in the pro in this project, and part of the reason we're talking about it. Why did you rush we, it out? We we rushed it out because the the it's right now the conversation is being had about wearable AI, and I'm I'm worried that the other companies out there like Humane aren't taking a privacy first approach. I'm worried that they will tread the the, the well torn path of, of uh, scorched earth that Google that Google Glass did. And, and I want to make sure that the conversations about privacy, not about convenience, and I don't want them to be pitted against each other. So look, am I for a big red button if that's what it's going to take to build a privacy first solution that normalizes personalized AI as something AI is not at odds with uh, your privacy? Absolutely. I'm not against that. So you rushed it out because there's other competitors and you wanted to at least get a flagpole out there. Yes, I would have loved to okay. wait. I didn't have that opportunity. I couldn't have okay. waited to announce it until that, that explains I think over. why I that, that explains why my reaction to it was this isn't thought, thought thought out well enough. If we were at a party, you're wearing it next year. Uh, and it's around your neck. Eight people at a dinner party. Do you think you have to hold it up to the other seven people and say everybody I'm planning on recording just my side of this conversation? But if any of you would like to record at this dinner party, you're part of the conversation, so I could have a permanent record of this and a transcript and a summary. Um, can you each say, I consent to recording in your name? Do you think that should be the best practice? I, I think I wouldn't bring this to a dinner party, first of all. So that's okay. not the use case I'm focused on. Okay. Uh, I certainly so would, wear you would you would advise people that this should not be in social situations. Well, I don't think that's the where you get the most value. I think for me, I get the most so value. So you would advise people do not wear this in a social situation? No, I would advise it where in situations where it's going to be valuable to you. For me, conversations with my spouse are a perfect example. I think she and I would have a much better connection and communication if I could go back to and remember the things she's reminded me of this plenty of times, if I could remember everything she said to me. <laughs> and certainly, <laughs> I think most, for me, most relationships... How long have you been married, Dad? <laughs> long enough to know that it's important to remember what your wife has said. Okay. It's <laughs> just going to be really... And Ooh, I this is going to be like think, pulling up the transcript of your wife and yours previous fight. You really well, want that to exist in your relationship? I, I do. Three years ago. Did your wife first want time, this to exist? Have you well, run this by her? Yeah. In fact, I was going to tell you three years ago, my first yeah. vision for this was this wearable device. And I described uh -huh. this in detail to her. And uh -huh. I was terrified because you know why? I thought I would finally win an argument with her. Yeah. And her response shocked me. 
She huh. loved the idea. She thought that wow. if I could finally, yeah, and I would encourage you to ask your partners as well. Would they I'm going prefer? to, yeah. <laughs> yeah and you, I, honestly, I was surprised by the answer because I, and this is the perfect example where having perfect memory can make communication, make relationships better. Because it's hmm. not about, you said, like most conflict will come from a misunderstanding of, our, uh, of, the, of the premise of the facts. I actually think, and I don't have it yet, I, I believe that our relationship will be better if we actually were able to communicate and remember what the other person said. Uh, I certainly would wear this right at Right now, there's a lot of couples who are going to get in a big fight over the existence of this. That's part of, par probably one of the most interesting replies you got back on social media was this whole back and forth about spouses getting in fights or arguments and, hey, let's pull the transcript. Because that is kind of like a standard joke. I'm sure there's a Saturday Night Live skit. Uh, yeah, there's, a you Dave, know. there's a Dave Chappelle from 10 years ago with the stenographer everywhere you yeah, go. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's but, pretty hilarious. Um, okay, stop doing what you're doing right now. I've got some great news for you. Dot Tech Domains is giving Twist listeners a platform to show off their startups. And that platform is This Week in Startups. It's a new segment we're calling Pitch It to JCow. So go to startups.tech slash Jason and you can apply. The only rule is you have to have a dot tech domain name to get featured in this new segment. So this week, I received a great pitch from Billtrix.tech, which you can see if you're watching the video. Billtrix.tech has built an energy data platform which provides simple, easy to understand energy information. And it eliminates the need for spreadsheets and paperwork. And Billtrix smart alerts will notify customers about any abnormal energy usage. How clever. It's a game changer for sustainability consultants, building managers and more. So here's your call to action. If you want to get featured like Bill Tricks just did on This Week in Startups, go to startups.tech slash Jason and apply today and get your .tech domain while you're there. That's startups.tech slash Jason and fill out the form to apply. So let's talk about that social issue. Uh, when Google Glass was worn in public, uh, it created quite a brouhaha. Are you old enough to remember that? And I the was, woman I was, yeah, getting I was punched the in the face. So yeah. yeah, I was one of the first wearing it. Now I think I went to a conference in Europe and it was the first time there. And um, it, and I think Google made a huge disservice, like I said, to the entire wearable category because they didn't think about privacy. They put out the telephone before it actually had. What should the they have done differently? Yeah, what should no they have cameras? Done no cameras from day one. Uh, mm. I also think you know, I worked at Google as a product manager to start my career. I think Google's biggest mistake when building products is they view the sophistication of the technology as the most important part, not the problem it's trying to solve. Mm. So Google Glass didn't solve a problem. That was the first problem. Mm. The yeah. second is as it tried to build a cool technology that they thought would just figure out what the problem would be over time, they completely re uh, didn't realize the impact it would have on privacy. And so yeah. I, I'm, I'm here to tell you unequivocally, I don't have all the answers for what the privacy first solution should look like. Hmm. I'm here to say with full earnestness that that is the key to making personalized AI possible and socially acceptable. And so I'm all, all ears. If you think a big red button is the right or big light, I'm, I'm not ideologically against that. In fact, if that's the thing that you think will make the, the, it socially normed, I'm all for it. But I do yeah, know I this mean, evolution of technology starts with the goal of making this something that is not a choice between privacy and convenience. Yeah, it is interesting, by the way, that Google wanted to build just basically a platform or see if they could get the technology to actually work, as opposed to, hey, what problem are we solving here? You know, sometimes there's a valid case of doing that. Um, that whole problem could have been solved where if it was recording, it had a red light on it. Um, uh, and, you know, if it was scanning your face, it was doing that. But I think it was so early as well. It didn't have those, the flashing red light that people expect. And when people hold their phone up, it's so giant. And so this, the form factor does, I think, play a key role in here to take out your iPhone 13, even the small one, 
and it's got a giant camera array on the back and you hold that up trust me people try to take selfies with me all the time uh because i'm micro famous and you know i can tell when somebody at an airport is taking a picture of me and i just wave um and they feel very like it's really awkward when they put that up and most people don't do it most people are completely respectful etc it's a giant device the footprint of this device is tiny uh and you know google glass was on your face so it was it was unmistakable this thing is incredibly covert um the humane let's talk about this these are a bunch of apple folks it's it looks like a pendant um but not a tiny one yours looks like it's the size of a pill this one that, that humane one looks like it's the size of a credit card maybe and it, it's supposed to look like i, I think the star trek uh, here oh here we have it so you can't miss it i mean if you're wearing it on your clothes it's big and it also has an LED that projects out. So it has lighting on it. Uh, I don't know if it blinks when it's recording or if it's persistently recording. What do you know about this device? I saw it was at, and we're showing here on the screen for the YouTube folks. Um, I mean, it looks like a pretty large device. It's the size of like maybe a giant saltine cracker or a pack of cigarettes almost that, that size. Um, it looks like about two inches by two inches, if I had to guess. So wh what do you think that device is? And then how are they dealing with these issues? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the introduction of this device was one of the reasons we decided to announce the pendant. And my biggest fear is it's another Google Glass. I don't yet know what the, the AI pendant problem solves. So that was the thing. That, first thing is that there was no statement of this. The problem, this the, the demo Ted was interesting. It showed some interesting use cases. Um, it's interesting that the word AI was bolted on in the last few months. So I, I worry, you know, there's been leaked or, you know, early pitch decks. I'm not, I'm, I'm not an expert on this by far, but my fear is that they will be as cavalier and in particular because several folks used to work at apple which also has some of this dna yeah. of like let's build a cool sophisticated technology having worn the vision pro and had eight cameras on it like oh, the last thing i want is a device out there in the world that is freaking people out okay. and because um, their device and, and is way, 20 times bigger than yours yeah. yeah you gave me no no you gave me credit for them that's not quite true uh, we are not nearly as good as they are in terms of hardware engineering our product is far further along or sorry far further behind. So yeah. it, 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 even the earliest conceptions of this will be probably uh, not nearly as small as you're giving us credit for. So I just want well, to be you clear. want yours to be single purpose. I, and I, I just realized we didn't push yours on put yours on the screen. So we'll pop yours on the screen right now for people yeah. watching. Um, it's the size of the dimensions look like, like I said, yeah. like if you were, I, I guess it's the size of half your thumb, maybe looks like yeah, it's, it's an inch well, it's about the size of a double a battery so i mean that, okay. and that's what we're conceptioning here which is much larger than i think maybe you're giving us credit for and by the way also this form factor might change part of the form factor's design is to optimize for the microphones but it's not to be covert if mm -hmm. i wanted to build a covert recording device it would be hearing aid i've been wearing a hearing aid for 10 years sure. i know how that feels or uh, bracelet not, and, and, and we're bracelet and the goal yeah. here really isn't it's the opposite of what you're yeah, describing no, I, I, don't, here is to I don't doubt this, your intent this covert. yeah i don't Sorry? doubt your intent i don't doubt your intent um but I do think you might be a little misguided on like having this transcript of everything. And, you know, when I point out certain situations, like the absolute ludicrousy of bringing this to a social event, I still don't think that you've kind of uh, acknowledged how insane it would be for a human being in 20, in the, in the roaring 2020s to take out a pendant and hold it up and say, would you like to consent to being recorded? I'm asking your permission for me to record you and make AI summaries for all time. Do you realize how deranged and sociopathic that would be to do at a dinner party, Dan? Yeah, I don't think it's maybe close to deranged. But I don't know about sociopathic. 
And I, and again, that's not the use case that we're trying to solve. Okay, so give me the be, ideal use case that you're talking about. Yeah, personalized productivity. Being for me, I meet with the same people most of the day. The, my coworkers, I meet my I, my spouse. It's the people I meet with over and over again that mm -hmm. I want to. I want to have a perfect memory of what they said. I care enough about what they say that it's mm -hmm. important for me to be able to meet my commitments. If I tell somebody I'm going to make a commitment okay. to an action item, I want a personalized AI that's going to help me remember to do that. So it's why this, not just say, "Hey Siri, take a note." Well, it, part of it is um, it, it pulling out your phone. It's the inconvenience of that. Hmm. Uh, it's also, you know, the, the the ability to actually do this across devices and sort of synchronize all of my digital experiences, not just dependent in an isolation, but every interaction that I have with somebody, which is across multiple, it's across Slack and text and Zoom meetings and in-person hmm. meetings. So it's that comprehensiveness that I think is also hmm. really critical to making it work. And also the fact that you can do it without actively, you know, a Siri take a note is far more friction than, mm. hey, Jason, hey, I'll follow up later. I'll send you a summary of this podcast. I'm saying it already. The app and the device should be able to listen, just like a perfect chief of staff would do it for you. Uh, you know, if they were in the room with you, uh, we think personalized AI can, AI can do the same. And that's part of the use case we want to support as well. Yeah. See, I think this is one of the interesting things about technology. Just because you can technically do something doesn't mean you should, right? Back to, <laughs> you know, Jurassic Park. Uh, like, did we ever ask ourselves? Should we do this? And I think that's where, you know, I, I feel the biggest disjoint about this um, is who wants to live in a world where people are wearing these? I, d I think 99 out of 100 people would rather this doesn't exist. And I, and I, I think the, the juice ain't worth the squeeze. Um, this is going to cause so much pain and suffering. Uh, and so many, have you ever been disposed in a legal uh, disagreement? Uh, I have, yeah. 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 I mean, did you ever have your phone dumped in one? And, have people like ask for every bit of communication you've had? Uh, I, I, I think, I think, but you're, you're understanding the value, understating the value of perfect memory. You're assuming that our lives are as about as good as it's going to get. And imagining a world where you could have perfect memory and meet every commitment and be more present in mm -hmm. every conversation, I think is a better world for some people who want it. And it's not for mm -hmm. everyone. It's just like, and I'm not calling you a Luddite to say that the telephone had these issues, but to yeah. strike the right balance of giving you the benefit of perfect memory, the same way you have perfect vision and mm. perfect hearing, I think that is worth trying to build a product that gets all the social norms right and takes a privacy first approach. If your landing page is terrible, I'm out, right? Most consumers are. It's 2023. You can't have an ugly website. Stop selling for okay or good and have great. And great means you're using Squarespace. It's out of the box. Beautiful. These websites have templates made by the world's greatest designers that are going to engage your audience, let you sell anything. And Squarespace, over the past decade, has just added feature after feature on top of the gorgeous templates that are designed for mobile. And the drag and drop web design with their fluid engine is just perfect, easy to use. And you get built-in analytics, marketing channel analysis, sales data, all that stuff. Not, you know, it goes beyond page views and site visits and time and all that. And with Squarespace, you can create an online store or you can start a blog click of a button, right? Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You can create a subscription business for members only content. You're seeing a lot of that out there. It's simple. It's cost effective. It's gorgeous. And they keep adding feature after feature after feature. That's when technology is at its best, isn't it? When you pay one price, but the product gets better and better and better. You get that with your Tesla, you get that with your iPhone, you get that with Squarespace. These are the legendary brands of the internet of this era. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, I want you to go to squarespace.com slash twist, and they're going to give you 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Go to squarespace.com slash twist because they know we sent you. I believe that you have good intent, and I believe you're taking it seriously. 
And I appreciate you coming on the program to hash it out and talk about it. I think that makes me feel a lot better about it. You're you're open to criticism here and you're open to ideas. So I give you a lot of uh, credit for that. Uh, just you. on the humane device that you're competing against. It has cameras, sensors, built-in speakers. And I think there's like a, some kind of projector that you can put your hand down and it'll project stuff onto it. And it's giant. So it's maybe the size of four batteries um, if you were to put them side by side. So I think uh, one of the great compromises here would be for these devices to be a certain size and to have a flashing light when it's recording. Um, that would, you know, and if it was worn on the outside, um, you know, just like if a cop walks up to you, you expect because you see it and it's giant. I don't know if there's flash, but um, they're cops. And I think they're, it's sort of like a, the fact that they're in a uniform and they're walking up to you and this is giant thing bolted to their chest with the, with the lens. I mean, they're giant. Um, I think that is important. And then, you know, there's going to be um, state laws and these very quite significantly. I remember when I was in New York, you needed two party consent for all of these. And then maybe California um, or maybe New York was one party consent. California was two. And that's why a lot of journalists in New York could record phone calls or and, uh, people in California couldn't. So. Uh, have you started to look into those yet or you know because you haven't launched this thing and built the software yet you're 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 just thinking it through no no we absolutely have and, and for our product on mac and and on iphone and windows those are all very important considerations so absolutely no that is first and foremost what we're focused on our bar is much higher than the legal bar like i mm -hmm. uh, you know the legal bar is one i think the moral social ethical uh anti-sociopathical if that's even a yes, word please please do higher. not turn into american it's, psycho no, no, no. it's a much higher bar yeah. and that's why i'm i'm thrilled that you're we're having this conversation i'm, yeah. I'm thrilled you're putting my feet to the fire i think you're you're overstating the the public's general concern around this but i mm -hmm. do think you're the exceptions you're describing are exactly the situations that whoever wins in this category need to get right and my fear is if by not asking these questions up front companies like Humane and others put a product out there that has the same backlash that Google Glass has that mm. sets back personalized AI by another decade. Yeah. And I, you know, there's a difference between personal AI and persistent recording. So I would like to make that I don't have a problem with personal AI. It's persistent recording of things that people do not know are being recorded or that are just socially, um, you know, going to cause pain and suffering down the road. You never answered my question. Does your software uh, on desktop and phone record something like signal uh, where uh, or does it block from recording on signal yeah so certain apps you can exclude uh you can exclude or your software ex excludes does, it, does it your software allow me user. to do yeah it's an option for the user to exclude why would you signal? let the user record when you know signal is used for privacy um it, that, I mean, that's a choice that we gave to, to user same thing for one password and why would other. you do that it's just the default choice that we set why you set the default you can't just say I, the default that's yeah. the default we give the you can't just say this is where again i have a problem with some of your approach dan you need to make these decisions as the person putting the product out in the world so yeah. you dan have chosen to let users covertly record signal conversations why did dan the leader of this company choose to empower his audience to by default record covertly record signal conversations the, it's it's a great question. Maybe we should change that default. For example, for private browsing, if you open an incognito window, by default, we we do exclude that. So right. I think it's a very fair fair feedback. It's actually the first time somebody's asked, but I do think it's fair that we by default for conversations like Signal and other end-to-end -end encrypted solutions. I think it's a better user experience to default excluded by default. So uh, okay. feedback there you noted. Go. It's and and look, I'm not change perfect. log set. Here we go. Yeah, but I'm not Just perfect. Consider as, me your like your pesky customer who's yeah, like, I no, think this should change. As, as matters. As my wife has reminded me numerous times, I'm not perfect. Uh, it is certainly a great piece of feedback. And that is, if that is 
huh. you know, that's the kind of feedback I hope I'm getting to be able to make sure our product lives up to people's expectations on privacy. Your wait, your wife told you you're not perfect as well. I have I have a record. Wow, our wives have so much. We stuck. should go. We should have dinner. <laughs> we should do a couple's yeah, date. Yeah, yeah. I promise, uh, if we have dinner, I will not bring the pendant. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but we could, if you and I were to do an investment meeting, we could totally have the pendant uh, there. I, as but one example, um, you know, I um, record our investment team meeting. And why do I record the investment team meeting? Well, I tell everybody, when we pass on the next Uber, I want to be able to go back in time. And I want to see my decision making. And I want a record of that. And so we'll record that. And know that if you're here, you know, that, that there's a chance that recording someday could be hacked or leaked and know that you should never, ever make any jokes or say something uh, about a founder, let's say, you know, literally, I was I learned a lesson early in my career, uh, it was taught to me when I was in consulting, somebody was in an elevator, leaving a sales meeting, and the salesperson said something derogatory about the a person at the company I just met with not realizing that somebody else in the elevator worked at that company. They let that company go through an entire sales pitch process for a multi-million dollar deal. And then at the last minute said, we were going to give you the deal. But this person said that I smell like a monkey and da 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 da. Therefore, we're not giving you the deal. And this was like, they dragged them along for like three months. It's a true story. Um, and it was legendary. And that person obviously got fired. Da -da -da -da. It was a big controversy. And so, uh, you know, I had to just start explaining to people, hey, you got to change your behavior here. I, I know some people might say something to blow off steam, or there might, I don't want to say locker room talk, but there might be gallows humor, or you might make a joke about somebody's startup, not appropriate. Don't ever make a joke about somebody's startup. That's their heart and soul. Uh, and you, if that gets caught in, you know, now because we're recording it, and that gets leaked, that could be so damaging to you, to a lesser extent, our firm. Uh, and uh, yeah, and if you yeah, get I mean, in an argument I, with somebody, who cares? You can get in an argument, but just keep it, you know, like you and I having a respectful argument here. Um, yeah, I, mean, I don't this mind lesson, it being on tape. Yeah. This is definitely a lesson. My last startup, I grew about 450 people. And at some point I realized every time I speak, I should assume everything I say is going to be, be heard and or echoed. And I should just operate under the assumption that I yep. should never say a thing that I wouldn't want everyone to hear. And that actually was very liberating to never have yeah. to have this feeling that I say one thing to another. And, you know, there are people out there who, you know, gaslight, who say one thing to another, like, I think for them, a device like the pendant would be pretty scary. Mm. But I think for, for the most part, being able to actually capture these kind of conversations and your use case is a perfect example. It's, it's being able to remember that conversation. So it's so critical for a firm to remember the times mm. they passed on the last Uber or the next Uber. Uh, and that's, that's the value we want to yeah. create. And I think we can create that value without freaking people out at the same time. All right. Uh, this has been another 35 minutes with Dan the Man uh rewind ai uh and I, I wish you luck with it uh you got my notes product notes you take them you throw them away you keep them whatever it doesn't matter to me uh but I, I wish you luck with it and uh i thank you for engaging the conversation i think it's super productive and i wish more tech folks would be as candid and honest and open to feedback so you are you are a, a friend of the pod now with your second appearance thank and, you uh, thank you job. jason and, and i really appreciate asking the tough questions i hope you ask it of me of everyone else uh the more oh, you can be about sure. it yeah, the more I think about it, I do, I do think we should make Signal excluded by default. And, and that was a feed, piece of feedback I definitely appreciate. Uh, but things like that are the kinds of things that will make us a better company and will make this category of software uh, better for the world. Dan, you're growing on me. We may disagree about some things, but uh, you're growing on me. I, I like the fact that you engage the conversation. Uh, and we'll see you all next time when we continue the conversation on This Week in Startups.